Get your day started right. This is POC Breakfast with Gulam Fakir and Sabiro Shaykhesa. Only on the Voice of the Cape. So 6.43 is where we're at this morning. And of course, if you've just joined us, welcome into it. Good to have you in our company. We are moving along now to our next feature. Now, of course, we saw yesterday the Johnson & Johnson vaccines being rolled out here in South Africa. Of course, out in Kailicha, we saw the president as well as the Minister of Health um, sitting down and taking those first jabs. Um, and of course, you know, with a follow-up a few weeks later um, for the COVID-19 vaccine right here in South Africa. Africa, but also we've seen the World Health Organization speak about mixing and matching vaccines. And of course, we wanted to understand this morning. We do know that the Comcov trial run by the Oxford Vaccine Group in the UK is testing the efficacy and safety of a mix and match approach to immunization by giving some participants either the Pfizer or the Biotech or Oxford or AstraZeneca vaccine and then a second dose of another vaccine. So the trial, basically the aim of the trials to find out if combining different jabs offers sufficient protection but how would this affect us and you know what exactly does this mean and Within the South African context, we thought we'd get some comment this morning from Wendy Burgers, Associate Professor at the University of Cape Town, as well as a viral immunologist. Good morning and thank you so much for joining us, Wendy. Savira, it's great to be on the show again. Assalamu alaikum to you and to your listeners. Thank you so much for joining us, Wendy. Now, perhaps, you know, let's start off by understanding the term mix and match. When it comes to, you know, vaccines, what exactly are we speaking about? Yeah, okay, so everyone's talking and thinking about vaccines, especially after yesterday. So so I know mix and match makes it sound like a fashion show, and this is a pandemic. This is not about wearing pink and red <laughs> together. So so essentially what we call it actually is, is prime, a prime boost approach, and it's just when you're, you're, you have a vaccine for a pathogen and you're delivering the part of the pathogen that you want to make an immune response against using two different ways. So you're not using two completely different vaccines that are to to different um, viruses, but in fact, you're delivering the part of the virus that you want an immune response against just in two different ways. So so you're mixing and matching the delivery of the vaccine rather than the part of the pathogen. That's the same in every single um, vaccine that we've developed so far and that's been authorized for use against SARS-CoV-2. SARS-CoV-2, they all include the spike protein of the virus, which is what we want to make an immune response against. Now, is mixing and matching common, you know, with regards to vaccines in general? Um, It's not. So in general, we boost or give the second jab or the third jab, even in the case of some vaccines like measles, we give it with the same same delivery vehicle, the same kind of vaccine. but it's not unprecedented. So before this pandemic, I worked on the other pandemic, HIV, and we've done many clinical studies in that field where you deliver different parts of HIV in different ways to the immune system. And in fact, in many cases, you can get an even better immune response, something that's stronger, something that lasts longer when you deliver the parts of HIV in different ways to the immune system. 
We've seen AstraZeneca as well as a few of the other um, brands of vaccines, you know, currently underway with their trials. In terms of us here in South Africa, I mean, yesterday we rolled out the Johnson & Johnson. Um, According to your understanding, you know, is Johnson & Johnson also part of any mixing and matching trial, so to speak? It's not currently, but um, the regulators in the UK who um, who are considering or who have approved these mix and match type trials, they they will take applications from the investigators to include more vaccines in the trials. So as you said, at the moment they're only testing the combination of the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine with the Pfizer mRNA vaccine, but they're going to include or their plans are to include additional vaccines to see how they mix and match together and whether there is whether there are any issues around that any safety issues um, any um, any other issues or even in fact whether it gives a benefit hmm. of of a better immune response now of course here in south africa you know we've been speaking about the acquisition of vaccines you know um touching base with manufacturers around the world trying to get our hands on a sufficient number um of vaccines of course we saw what happened with the astrazeneca vaccine and of course um yesterday was a great day in terms of the johnson mm-hmm. and Johnson vaccine being rolled out. But, you know, what sort of advantages does mixing and matching have in terms of, you know, immunization programs? Yeah, so so it really was a happy day yesterday. I feel really hopeful. This is the start of including vaccines in our program for getting the epidemic under control in South Africa. So, so we all wait our turn. Um, so, so there are advantages, um, and, and they are primarily programmatic in the sense that, you know, we know we live in a time of vaccine scarcity. There's just not enough vaccine. You know, we haven't got a huge amount of vaccine in the country, and government is busy negotiating and, and waiting through the COVAX facility to, to receive more vaccines. And, and to a certain extent, we can, we can only get what's available because of the shortages worldwide. And so actually having the flexibility in your immunization program to compa- combine different vaccines gives you much greater freedom. So for example, the, the J&J vaccine that was rolled out yesterday, that's the, the huge advantage of that vaccine is that you only need one shot. They've shown in a clinical trial that only one jab gives you sufficient immunity. So 60% protection even against the variant that's circulating here and 85% protection against severe disease from one shot. So, so that's great, but most vaccines require two shots. And so if you're in a situation where you did have to boost the J&J vaccine, but there wasn't, you, you hadn't purchased enough J&J vaccine because it wasn't available, but you had another vaccine like Pfizer, you could, if you knew that the combination did actually work or there was sufficient evidence from other combinations because the J&J vaccine is similar to the Oxford vaccine, just a bit better, then um, you could with much more, with evidence actually, um, make the decision to boost people with a second jab. So it just gives gives the, the necessary flexibility that we need at the moment in a situation of vaccine scarcity. Mm. And speaking about that second jab, um, Wendy, you know, in terms of the 80,000 vaccines that landed two nights ago in South Africa, you know, would would that 80,000 also form, form part of the second jab? So we get, if to be understood, um, 40,000 would be given in, you know, the first sort of phase and then the second 40,000 for the second jab? Or are we waiting for further jabs to be given out a few weeks apart? 
Well, well, eighty thousand certainly isn't enough for all the healthcare mm. workers that are that are needed um, uh, to be vaccinated in the first phase. So, so this is just the first tranche. And um, as you know, the vac- this rollout is is being done slightly differently from from what was planned in the sense that it's still taking place because the J and J vaccine hasn't been. It's been. It's demonstrated efficacy, so the clinical trials are complete. So it's been demonstrated to be safe and effective, but it hasn't received licensure or approval yet. And so to speed things along, it's being rolled out in a in an expanded type of clinical trial, although it's a clinical trial where everyone's getting vaccine. There's no one in the placebo mm-hmm. arm. And in fact, for this vaccine, you only need one jab. It's been shown to be effective with only one jab. They are still testing. Um, they're doing another clinical trial, also in South Africa and elsewhere, to see if you get better immunity with two jabs. But at the moment, and if that, if the results from that show that actually boosting gives you even better immunity, then it, it may be possible to come back later and along the line and boost those who have only had one shot. But in fact, at the moment, those vaccines can go out to 80,000 people and you don't have to keep any aside for a second shot because it has been shown and proven with this vaccine that one shot is sufficient to give you um, uh, protection. Well, Wendy, thank you so much for sharing with us this morning. We do appreciate your time. Associate Professor at the University of Cape Town and a viral immunologist, uh, Wendy Berger, speaking to us with regards to exactly what mixing and matching vaccines mean. Um, and then, of course, also speaking about the J&J vaccines that started their rollout yesterday right here in South Africa. So.